Memories shape our experiences as living beings. They inform our personalities, perspectives, past, present, presence, and future. Two of the most evocative means of reproducing those memories are the senses of taste and sound, the lingering and layering of sensations that any living being experiences at the twilight of flavor that sanctifies the tongue and the divine reprise of song, melody, and words that warm the belly and the spirit. The selecting, sharing, and servicing of food and music to experience their most seductive umami secrets is a secular sermon in itself, one that crosses all social, cultural, religious, and geographical landscapes. Therefore, food and music, the appreciation of both and their memory-invoking powers, allow individuals to flourish in communion with other artistic disciplines, create and sustain communities, and establish the concept of an extended family, one that's not just linked by sanguinity, but also by the shared sense of umami the fifth sense of taste, reminiscent of a savory flavor. Umami memories are the profound experiences that people remember involving food, music, family, the arts, and words. The melange of moods arousing from a meal, the connections between music, art, philosophy, cultures, nature, and words and the momentary families that emerge from these experiences all become immortalized as cherished memories. Memories that become stories of savoring that each soul can sing about for a lifetime. Therefore, savoring, story, song, and soul stew umami memories. This show is about sharing those umami memories and about discovering the magical individuals behind them. Guests and listeners, or lights, as I refer to you and believe everyone truly is, are welcome to discuss their respective crafts and talents, as well as to delve into some of their experiences and philosophies. All lights become a part of everyone's collective umami memories. Please join me, Gabriel Valentino, in sharing the lights of our talents and experiences, and together, stew umami memories. Let's reminisce.
We're gonna start off this reminiscing with an umami song written by today's light, Talisa. This is Gabriel Valentino, and I'm here stewing umami memories with Talisa. Coming from Hawaii and currently based in Colorado, Talisa's songs have an openness and honesty as wide and inviting as a sandy beach by the Pacific Ocean. Her voice, sunny, supple, and as sweet as freshly squeezed lemonade, conveys her dedication to personal growth on her latest EP, titled Manifest Destiny. On Manifest Destiny, Talisa sings of creating one's best self and the blessings and struggles that come with that process. The songs all have an open, welcoming feel with breezy guitars, shimmering synths, bubbly bass, and driving pop beats cushioning Talisa's personal lyrics and sunny afternoon vocals. Now without further ado, let's do Umami Memories with Talisa. Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's truly a blessing to be here today. Oh, thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to get to know you and your music just a little bit more. Yes. So this song is called uh, Your Name Here and I wrote it when I was pregnant with my son who's currently taking a nap in the other room. <laughs> and um, I didn't know if I was having a girl or a boy so I didn't know what his name would be. So then I just called it like your name here, like a space, you know, and it, um, it, it kind of talks about like the fears that I was having, becoming a new mother, being a single mom, and just realizing that my life was completely about to change, but then also realizing that I truly loved the life that was growing within me. And it was a strange feeling to like love someone so much that I've never met before. So. That's what the song is all about. I never knew I could love someone who I never met. And I've got a feeling that this will be the base one he ate. And I know it won't come easy, but it's 
just what I need to feel from nothing. My whole family will go chasing dreams to make that life for you and me. But I'm dumb, 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 dumb. But I'm dumb, 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 dumb. So soon when I heard of you, I thought, what am I to do? It all changed, rearranged, couldn't fit it in my brain. Oh, you. Thought it was great. Some thought what a tragic mistake. I couldn't find the space to say that the best thing that I ever made was you. So suddenly it couldn't be. This was actually happening, happening. So suddenly I couldn't breathe. Then I heard that heartbeat, heartbeat, heartbeat. And I thought I never knew I could love someone who I never met. And I got it a feeling that this will be the best one yet. And I know it won't come easy, but it's just what I need to build from nothing. The whole family will go. Dreams to make that life for you and me, but I'm dumb, 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 dumb. But I'm dumb, 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 dumb. You and me, but I'm dumb, 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 dumb. You and me. <laughs> so that is your name here. Woo! <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> and you mentioned it was about your, at the time, unborn child? Yes. Yes, he's now seven months old. His name is Ezra. And I named it um, Your Name Here because I didn't know if I was having a boy or a girl. I decided to keep that a surprise, so I didn't know what his name would be. And, yeah, I... I like to be vulnerable in all my songs. So in that song, I was talking about just my fears and my self-doubts that I had and just what everyone else is saying. Um, you know, when you're pregnant, sometimes people will be throwing their fears at you too, you know. And so, um, but then I realized that I had this immense love for this life that was growing inside of me. And, you know, it was an interesting feeling to love somebody who I've never met, so... Yeah, that's what I talk about in the song is, yeah, just how beautiful that growth was and realizing that within myself, which then was able to overpower that fear in the end. It definitely shines through, even just from the lyric alone and the warmth in your voice, you can feel like that, that overwhelming sense of love that that motherhood essentially brings out of so many, so many individuals. So you have some of the most tender performance videos that I've seen on YouTube. Like there was one in particular where you had performed an original song called Honey. And in that video, mm -hmm. you, were, you were nursing your son, Ezra. 
while gently playing playing and singing this pure song of love almost in this like this surreally beautiful backdrop against nature And there was like a, there was a serenity there, and like a spirituality to your to the whole scene. Like it was so stunning. Even like the edits and things were just remarkable. Like so, how has? Oh, thank you, thank you for sharing that. How has your um? How has your motherhood affected your music? Well, I feel that it's definitely brought a lot of different insights. Um, for one. And I definitely had that fear going in when I first found out I was pregnant that I wouldn't be able to even do music anymore, which I had to stop telling myself that and just started telling myself, you know, it's just going to be an adjustment, everything. I'm going to keep doing it and he's going to create songs from it. And actually that song was one of the first songs. I even made that song before your name here. And that's where he got his name, Ezra Honey. So his middle name is Honey because that song came out. And um, I just wanted, like that song, I kind of wanted to portray like living the world, seeing the world through like child's eyes. Um, like the chorus is, hey, honey, I'm so proud of you. When I think of you, you're always growing. And I think I'll do the same out there living like nobody's going to steal your day. So it's like, kids they just have this way of just living life to the fullest and it's like nobody's going to steal my day nobody's going to steal my joy i'm all you know some days even i'll be in a mood and i'll just look at him and he's staring at me laughing and smiling you know and i'm just like you know and that it really is sweet and it's definitely given me more confidence in my music i'd say because I guess that's just being a mother that confidence came with that as well because it was just like if i can raise this kid then i can definitely share these songs you know and things like that and and it's definitely given me a little bit more peace and definitely a greater connection to spirit and to my higher spirit to god um because i just can't explain the feeling of growing a life within you that automatically is just like you're on the you're just so connected to spirit, so connected. And during birth, it was, 
it was all just, but I definitely feel that I have grown as a mom and it's definitely a great, great blessing. And I almost feel like my music wouldn't be as great as it is now had I not had him, you know, in my mind, I was like, if I have him, it's going to be the end, but it's like been such a great beginning and I'm so glad to see it grow. And he loves, loves music. <laughs> he loves it so much. <laughs> So that's truly a wonderful thing, just to be able to to share music with your child. Um, mm -hmm. Is that how you had? How did you come to to start singing and performing and writing? Well, it's actually interesting. So I grew up like in musical theater, and kid singing was always my favorite part. That was always just like where I felt the most free, and I loved the dancing, the singing, and all the sounds. And then I was in band, and I played the flute. And I also played piano. I took piano lessons. And I also took a little bit of guitar in high school. And so I was always like surrounded by music. And it really wasn't until I became a musician that I even realized how prominent music was in my life because neither of my parents were musicians. They just put us in plays because like me and my sister, we loved it. The time that I really started playing music is actually came from the, one of the darkest times in my life. And that's why I love to share this story. Um, it was when I was about 19 in college and I actually got admitted to an inpatient rehab for drug abuse and PTSD. And I was a completely different person living a completely different life. And I got submitted into the rehab and I was going to be there for about three or four months. And they had a guitar in the corner and there, there's, you have a lot of downtime in rehab. You go to a lot of classes, but you also have a lot of time to yourself to just be with your thoughts. And at that time, it was very uncomfortable for me to be with my thoughts. But I picked up the guitar and I just started strumming a few chords and it kind of like lifted that and made me feel lifted. It made me feel like I could step away from the reality of my world for a second and step into this like new creation, this new, it was like my light. It honestly was my savior. And I just dove into music. I was like, print me out these chords. And I started writing songs. And the first song I ever wrote was for the women that I was in rehab with, because I was seeing their struggles, but I could also see their light. And that song is called Miracles. And that's going to be on my upcoming album. I performed it for them because we did like little talent shows, you know, things to, and I performed it for them. And I remember while I was playing and while I was singing and while I was doing it, it just felt so good. And I had never felt, it felt like I belonged here. Like, this is my calling. Like, it was like God telling me, like, this is what you're meant to do. And then the girls, they were like crying and they just like loved it. And they're like, this is, I can't believe you wrote that. And, you know, and it, it felt so good to me that it also felt good to them and that it was healing them and that it was helping them. And that's not as like, I'm not going back. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. Like, I found my calling in life. I got to say, that's truly an inspiring, inspiring story of just perseverance and even just discovering one's passion and one's purpose. That's always, always a blessing. Mm -hmm. Like that sense of purpose really shines through on the EP that you had re that you uh, fairly recently released, the um, Manifest Destiny. Yes. I wanted to. I wanted to read the uh, the very first opening lines of the EP and the very first song as well. Mm -hmm. So the first lyrics heard on the first song and title track of your EP, Manifest Destiny, are the following. 
See, the only thing that's limiting is my self-belief. It's like I'm trapped in a prison and my hand is the key. And once I find a way to release all that I don't need, I realize that my happiness is my responsibility. It's mine. Destination. Don't need no complications. Ready for a renovation. An elevation on me. On me, on me, on me. Stick it to your own ways. Gone all the lazy days. Open up to my faith. Mind to creating on me. On me, on me, on me. So I say hi. Won't let that shit up in my mind. No, I don't mind. I'm on the crying. Try to remember fate is mine. On mine, on mine now. Manifest destiny. Who I am and who I wanna be. Yeah. No, it ain't for free. It's on me, on me, on me. Mhm. Mm yep. Yeah, and that's why I called it manifest destiny because it's like it's our responsibility to manifest how we want our life to be. You know, we have all these choices. And that's when I realized, like when I was in rehab, I was like, I have a choice right now and I can either choose to heal myself and step away from all this stuff that doesn't make me happy and that, yes, I'm addicted to and I need, and it's going to be hard, but I can either spend the rest of my life coming back, going back to rehab, because there are some women there who had been there multiple times, you know, and I was like, you know, I really need to focus on my own inner happiness and I need to find other things that make me happy and truly, truly happy. And that's really where Manifest Destiny came in. Like people will always try to, you know, tell you what you can and cannot do. And all those things are lies. And like back to what I was saying about, you know, my music and when I got pregnant, every, there were some people telling me like, oh, so what are you going to do now? Are you going to go to the real job and all this kind of stuff? And I was like, I'm going to keep doing what I do, you know, luckily I had great support systems as well, but that was just, that's just their own fears. What you have to realize that people will say all sorts of things, but that's their own thing. It's whatever you believe. And that's why you have to really be your best coach, your best, <laughs> your best cheerleader, all of it. You got to do everything. And I mean, there will be those to uplift you, but it's most important that you have it within yourself. You can't get any realer and more honest than that. Just uh, it's so, so, so important to be able to uplift yourself, to be able to talk yourself up into continuing to progress in whatever way that you have to do. Like even in your song, Self Talk, like the, about those inner monologues that you have with yourself and the way that people can just not just people, actually the way that you yourself uh, general you in that sense can just never give yourself a break but you even say in that song uh, rather than rather than mistakes let's call them breaks dear self I'm proud of you today you woke up and did everything in the right way you didn't give in to those awful things sometimes it seems that you ignore me but not today, no, not today Today it's like you're listening to everything I say Don't you think that life is better this way? 
oh I told you time and time again to just keep moving forward Don't look back and always strive for more, for, for more, more reward If I could tell you one thing, it'd be to work harder Be careful not to make any mistakes And always keep that smile on your face Don't you dare Make it today. Oh, please don't give up. You deserve to be happy. It'll come. I know it's hard, but it's just a person place our thing. And don't worry, you are worthy. Dear self, be nice to me. Yeah, and that, that song, it actually came from a series of letters that I was writing to myself because I was trying to discover, I was just, you know, I don't know why, I just started writing all these letters to myself and sometimes they were really nice and sometimes they were really mean and I'm like, man, I'm like my own worst enemy sometimes. Dear self, you really messed up, you did a really awful thing. How could you do that when you knew that it only bring pain, sorrow, destruction? God, you're so disgusting. You're so weak. You don't deserve love. You should just give up. If you had only done better, then you might have had a chance. But there's no point now. Might as well get out while you can. If I could tell you one thing, it'd be to work harder. Be careful not to make any mistakes. And always keep that smile on your face Don't you dare let the world see your pain No, if it hurts, suck it up You've gotta make it today In the end, we are only left with ourselves And that's what, you know, that song Honestly, sometimes it's hard for me to sing And it's also hard for people to hear Like I've had people walk out of my show and then come back after that song and they're just like man i had to like step away because everything that you were saying was just like it was hitting me like that's me that's what i'm saying to myself and i couldn't even couldn't even handle it at that time but please don't give up you deserve to be happy it'll come i know it's hard but it's just a person That's why I've always wanted to make music that does that. Like, I'm not necessarily here to make music. I mean, sometimes, yeah, my music will make you feel great and it'll make you feel amazing. But then also sometimes it's going to stir up those feelings that you might have been, you know, pushing aside because it does that in me. And that's why I have a hard 
time even sharing them sometimes because I'm like, well, this is really personal right now, but <laughs> I'm just going to put it all out there. <laughs> Dear self, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm sorry for those awful things I said. I didn't mean it. And I guess I should have said this instead. Rather than mistakes, let's call them breaks. A time to stop and reflect on all the choices that we made. And despite all your flaws, I think you're really, really great. And I'm proud of you just for waking up today. And I promise no matter what that I will love you still. Because if I didn't, then well, who will? If I could tell you one thing, it'd be that you're enough. Be careful to let go of your mistakes You don't always have to have a smile on your face Don't you feel like you have to hide your pain? No If it hurts Together we can make it okay Okay, okay Oh please don't give up You deserve to be happy But it's just a person, place, or thing And don't worry You are worthy Dear yourself, be nice to me Cause in the end It's just you and me You and me You and me Hey Lights, thank you for listening to part one of Umami Memories with Talisa. Check out her latest single, God's Blueprint, and her EP, Manifest Destiny. Both can be found on all music streaming platforms. Discover more of Talisa's sherbet sweet vocals and soulful songs by visiting her website at www.talisa.com or by following her social media at Free Talisa on Instagram and at Talisa Music on Facebook and YouTube. To continue reminiscing, check out the upcoming part two of this episode. Please feel free to subscribe to this podcast to be the first to savor more umami memories in the future. And you can continue reminiscing by following me on Instagram at umami memories. Last but not least, this is Gabriel Valentino, And please remember that savoring, story, song, and soul stew umami memories.